0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, y'all. Seven Rounds in Heaven is back. We're brought to you by the Armchair All-Americans. This is part of the Armchair Media Network. The NFL Combine is here. Players begin arriving Sunday. It is I, Rob Paul, a.k.a. the slowest three-cone this side of the Mississippi. And with me, as always, is AJ Hand Sizes Everything. Marchese. I'm the slowest three on the other side of the Mississippi. No, that'd be DK Metcalf. Today, we're going to do our official 2020 NFL Scouting Combine preview show. Spectacular. Let's hit it. Seven rounds in
1: heaven with my baby, going out to Vegas maybe, looking for a young or to 2 don't draft a run back on the first day, don't draft a run and back on the second day, maybe draft one on the third, or don't, let's go seven rounds, let's go seven rounds together,
0: let's go seven rounds forever, and that's a song. I don't know about you guys, but for me, a game is 10 times more exciting when I'm betting on it. Sometimes I have a gut feeling about a matchup, and sometimes I'm just betting on my team because they're my team. Regardless, whether you've been betting for years or you're ready to play for the first time, my bookie is the best place to bet this season. If you're the kind of guy that likes to bet a little to win a lot, try a parlay. For instance, if you like a couple of the big favorites this week, parlays are perfect because they let you bet multiple games together for a much bigger payout. So if you're going to bet this season, do the smart thing. Go to mybookie.ag because no one gives you more ways to win. If you really want to support your team this season, don't just sit on the sidelines. Bet with mybookie at mybookie.ag. And if you join right now, mybookie will double your first deposit. Use promo code CHAIR to activate the offer. That's promo code CHAIR to double your cash. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. Okay, AJ, NFL Combine. Is this one of your five favorite sporting events? Uh, maybe. Good U, answer. U.S. Open for yeah. golf. U.S. Open for tennis. The Talladega. Talladega. Uh,
1: March Madness. March. Oh, that's a real one. And the Combine. Yeah, those are my five.
0: It's a good five. It's not the Senior Bowl, but it's uh, it gets my juices flowing in a similar fashion. Especially, sure. you can rely on NFL Network to actually broadcast it correctly. <laughs> in, in prime time baby Like that—that's I guess that's like the biggest positive uh, of the combine over the senior bowl is you don't have to stress about it like you know it's going to be on TV <laughs> and yeah. you're going to get to enjoy it, you're going to get to hear Rich Eisen uh, Daniel Jeremiah maybe Mike Mayock makes his way to the booth gangs back together it's great
1: and if you have to go to the bathroom you can see the results you know what I mean
0: yeah yeah.
1: Live oh, on your son. Yeah, no more peeing in bottles, AJ. Uh, it's been a struggle for me, that true senior bowl week.
0: It, it'll, like, I'll still be when I, well, I mean, I like the prime time change. It helps out the the students of the world and the, the workers of the world who, uh, more than anything, want to see some dudes run around in spandex, like myself. Um, so, hey, I'm happy about the time changes. I'm pretty excited. Hey, and it also means less early mornings. Mm-hmm. Cause you, know, I always remember being a little bit groggy for the, the start of the uh, combine days. The less early mornings in my life, the better. <sighs> retweet AJ, retweet. Um, that's why you should move to the west coast. Just no, I gotta get early all the time.
1: Yeah, fuck that.
0: Really adjust. Anyway, <laughs> sorry. Let's do this show about the NFL scouting combine. Uh, okay, we're going to go position group by position group. Not the official um, combine position groups, I guess. Uh, I split it up a little bit for us. Instead of just throwing random linebackers in as edge rushers. Or, like, edge rushers in as linebackers and edge rushers in a defensive... Like, I don't understand why they still do this. It's, I, I also would appreciate it if they split offensive tackles in the interior line. Maybe not on the field work, but just it was categorized. Uh, agree. Also,
1: on the website, there is a section for Edge. I know. And then there's just no one in the list. I know.
0: <laughs> As someone who's spent saying. like the last four days putting my podcast notes together and I'm working on a big Combine preview article, I've been very frustrated. Very frustrated. But let's start with the quarterbacks. Uh, you know this show. It's just superlatives generally to fill time. Uh, so each we're going to go each position group. Uh, we're going to do our, our prospect with the most to gain, most to lose, who gets on our radar, needs a big week, most important measurements, medicals, or interview, and our overall winner. So, Let's do it. Without further ado, AJ, which quarterback is the most to gain this week?
1: Can't wait for us to argue over the, the meaning of each category also. <laughs> My most to gain. Oh, God. But I mean, we'll get into it. I put a, I put Jordan Love for the most to gain, Robert. I think you are correct.
0: I put him and Justin Herbert. Um, I think those are the two. I th- partially because you you know Joe Burrow's going one, can't really go above one guys. Correct. Uh, maybe not to the Bengals though. Um, um, and I think I think generally, Tua, if the medicals go well, in theory has the most game. But in terms of actual combine work. Mm-hmm. Herbert and Love are the height, weight, speed athletes with huge arms. I think they're they're going to be the two who really stand out as that guy can lead my franchise. Yeah, yeah. I th-
1: like good idea.
0: And, and one more thing, I think they both have um, things that they have to kind of take care of in their interview yes. process. Herbert, it's being that leader of a franchise. Yeah, he's uh, known as more of a quiet personality so showing he can be that that leader guys turn to him and with love it's kind of explaining the drop off from his sophomore to junior year.
1: Yeah, that's so that's why I chose Jordan Love. It's like go to Andy, show off that flashy upside. Like you said answer some of the off-field questions in the interview. Those the marijuana thing that went away quick. But still there's some you know and I NFL, forgot about that. Yeah, I mean cuz it was it seemed like it was nothing but to the NFL, they're going to bring that up, I'm sure, every single team. Yeah. Uh, but for love, have multiple teams fall in love with you and get yourself picked in the top 10. I think it's it's yeah. very possible. I, th- I think, yeah,
0: because I think at this point, we both believe Herbert's a top 10 lock. But yeah, yeah, this is kind of the week that love, I think, personally, I think he does secure himself as whoever, if Indy wants him, they're going to have to trade in the top 10 to get him.
1: Yeah. And I think, I think that's like almost the goal for Jordan Love
0: this Yes. Week. Um, and the other thing, both of them were clearly the top two quarterbacks at the Senior Bowl. So using that momentum yeah. going into the Combine, then the Pro Day, it's just they're checking all the boxes. Uh, okay, who who do you think is the most to lose? I, I struggle with this one a little bit. I don't have a clear guy. I, oh, uh, I think part of the issue there is it's like you could say Tua just because the medicals. I stayed away from that. I did too. Um, it felt not fair. And then, like with because there's Burrows locked in, you're staying away from two of there. Love and Herbert. It just feels like they're going to thrive here. You kind of like you kind of stay off those those top the the first round lock guys at least. So Uh,
1: yeah, I felt the exact same way. So I I went with the guy that we're we're often mean to. (laughs) I picked Jake Fromm. Um, Call it continued overexposure for him, but like if his arm looks pedestrian. Uh, he's not really going to impress anyone with his measurements or his athleticism. And if he can't really sell a team on himself in interviews, it's just not going to help him, obviously, this week. I I don't know. It just feels like he doesn't have much to gain. and I don't know. It's set up a little poor for Jake Fromm, I think.
0: I I put both the Jakes. Yeah, no, for sure. For every reason you just said about Fromm, he's going to stand out for the wrong reasons in this group in terms yeah. of his physical skill set because Herbert and Love Rocket Arms Burrow and Tua are both quite good athletes yeah. and that like Easton also Rocket Arm Hurts good athlete um, and then I put Easton because I think he's got a lot uh, because he didn't have the advantage of the senior bowl he's only really got one year of tape because I mean there were things to like about his freshman year at Georgia but yeah, he is the least experienced of the top end quarterbacks and um, and yeah, he has this huge arm, but I think seeing how little of an athlete he is compared to some of these guys is mm-hmm. gonna like he's Herbert and Eason are gonna be compared for their height and their arm talent, but Herbert is such a better athlete. So I think yeah, seeing that in terms of Eason's lack of athleticism, and then seeing him in on the whiteboard, um, not to say he is a low football IQ quarterback, but just based on his tape pre and post snap, he is behind the curve. I agree. I
1: think you could have put Easton here too. I saved him for needs a big week, but That's for all fair. the same, all the same reasons you said. Like his stock is kind of all over the place. Like he, like you said, he's gonna look good in shorts. He's gonna be six five six six, whatever. His arms gonna be flashy. But like you said, he, he's just gonna need to answer those the inconsistency questions. The the how long can you really get this done for questions, and just sell himself overall. Like you mentioned the white stuff. I, I think he. it's really important for him and it's it's another guy that's just kind of set up poorly for.
0: Yeah. And and with Easton and Fromm, Easton does have the ability to show off that arm. And I think Mm -hmm. Fromm does have the ability to show himself off on the whiteboard for his IQ.
1: Yeah,
0: but it's everything else is kind of lacking. Uh, You mentioned Easton as the guy who needs a big week for you. I put Jalen hurts. He did not look very good at the senior bowl. Mm -hmm. I think he will obviously test pretty damn well. He's a great athlete, but seeing um, the, the interview process, he's going to kill in terms of what he shows as a leader. He's for sure. beloved for who he is. But his is whiteboard as well. Uh, and then on top of that, I, I, I mean, Joe Burrow's not going to throw. I, I, that's not official, but I assume he's not throwing. <laughs> Tua's not throwing. Uh, I hope Love and Herbert do. But Me they're too. both, I, I would say, 50-50. Uh, Easton and Fromm, I'm sure, will. But this is Jalen Hurts' chance to kind of show off his uh, some yeah. improved footwork um, and, and ball placement, even though he's working with new receivers. Uh, timing will be off, but showing that he can, like, kind of still next to these other top seven quarterbacks fits in. So I think he does need a big week.
1: No, absolutely, I agree. I almost put him for, like, most to lose. Like, I, I could have fit him into one of those two I categories. Think, I
0: think sure. fr- from him, and Eason are all very much can fit in those categories and are kind of the more interesting things because I think, you know, Burrow and Tua, like, it's, this isn't going to affect them. Love and Herbert, I think, are going to thrive. So seeing of those three who really stands out, I think, is really interesting. Agreed. Uh, who gets on the radar this week?
1: I I went with Jake Luden from Oregon ah, State. Ah, my boy. I don't know. Like, it feels feels pretty
0: good. He's 6'6", 227-ish. Had, had a big East-West Shrine uh, game yeah. practice week. Was hurt for the game, unfortunately.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he just looks the part. His arm's pretty big. It, it just feels like it. it's all kind of set up nicely for him to come away smelling pretty good.
0: I, I put Cole McDonald for similar reasons. I think the live nice. arm, um, I, I think he's a good athlete, obviously. So, yeah. seeing that athleticism, that arm, people, scouts are going to sell themselves on. This is the day three guy we take, and he's got all the physical tools. We can build him up. Um, he might not think, be as safe as some of the other guys like uh, Jake Luton or uh, James Morgan. Well, I, I I put James Morgan, Jake Luton, and Cole McDonald all in the, that kind of category too.
1: Mm-hmm. I think of the three, Cole McDonald's has the most fun to watch easily. But
0: yes, yeah no its it's one of the better quarterback groups finer quarterback groups both in terms of overall depth it's really interesting and obviously the top end guys are, are very talented for sure uh okay uh, most important measurement medical or interview I mean it's pretty hard not to say to a it's to his hip yes yeah, it's two it's to a seven uh, I, it's the most important medical there is um at the combine this year so if that checks out he's probably going i would guess third overall yep Think, not to Detroit, but to Miami is what I would assume. But, uh, yeah, I mean, hey, we're always going to... People are going to sell themselves on love to the Colts at 13, Herbert to the Chargers at 6. Every year it's always trade up. so let's not let's not, uh, count those out. We could have four top ten quarterbacks.
1: It looks like it right now. We could
0: have three top five quarterbacks. It's funny that the, the Lions
1: and the Dolphins are... Tied for the favorite to pick uh, Tua, which is kind of weird.
0: Yeah, but you know, the Lions don't know what they're doing, so here we are. And neither
1: does Vegas. Yeah, you heard me, Vegas. Wow.
0: Okay, overall winner? Ba- I went back to Justin Herbert. Okay, um, I-, I went back to Jordan
1: Love. See, that's funny. We, we switched, I think. Well, I, I think
0: we'll just, we basically agree those are the two guys who are, this is the best situation for them to show off what they got. It- exactly. Like, they both look great in shorts.
1: The ball flies out of both of their hands. And for – as for both of them, I think they're both going to fix those interview issues in Indianapolis.
0: Yeah, and I think there are issues I would put quotations over because I don't really think – much of it, um, I think they're
1: both uh, like, especially Justin Herbert's. It just feels kind of exaggerated. I don't it's, like it's, trying to make something that out of nothing. I think
0: it, partially the, this is this is gonna might sound strange, but remember when Marcus Mariota was coming to Oregon, people were like he's not a good enough vocal leader, and then obviously he yeah. has not worked in the NFL. So I, I feel like skip skip the prospect, not the helmet. Um, but that that could be providing biases. And then with Jordan Love, I mean, the production drop had so much to do with the coaching change and the lack of talent mm-hmm. around him. For sure. Like, I've never been more impressed watching a guy through three interceptions in a game than Jordan Love. I, I, I The more I watch, the more I love him, though. So It's funny. I, I, I start off
1: so high, even on the bat, and then I dipped, and I think I'm coming back around.
0: Good, good. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I love this quarterback class. But let's move to the running backs, where... It just feels like every year like I was so I was putting together my combine running back rankings for this article and we're gone. And I'm doing it and I'm like, I really like my RB sixteen. Like mm-hmm. I was just like, there's so many of them and then I'd be like, I love this guy, he's my RB twenty. Like that feels like it seems like I don't like him, but I do, and it's just there's so many of them. Cause
1: they're a dime a dozen, Rob. Uh okay, who's got the most game?
0: I I got two names
1: here. I'm gonna go first with Clyde Edwards Hilaire. I think he's just got the potential to go out and just have a nice, well rounded showing, maybe surprise a little in some of the numbers, especially the agility numbers. I think he's just gonna gonna keep on his rise going. And uh and I also put Cam Akers because I think he's a big time mm-hmm. athlete and I mm-hmm. think he's gonna flash big time.
0: Uh, I I like your Clyde Edwards hilarious, just because I think the closer we get, the more he's gonna be c- consensus top three running back in the class. Yeah. Uh, that's currently my RB three. Uh and then Cam Akers, he's who I put. Because, again, I think he's just such a phenomenal athlete. Now, mm-hmm. offensive line at Florida State did not do him any favors. No. Nope. And, and, and you can watch him, and he's got he's got all the tools to be uh, a starting running back in the NFL. And I think, yeah, he's going to make himself the most money. Wouldn't be surprised if he's a consensus top five running back by the time the draft comes around. Um, yeah. Because he, he's kind of similar to Jordan Love. The more I watch, the more I like him. Yeah. No, that's fair. I, I think both of those guys are going to help himself a lot. I, I like Alaire a lot.
1: I th- I think when it's all said and done goes Edwards Hilaire goes in the second round.
0: Well yeah, I mean I'm I'm like I I think when it's all said and done he goes top fifty for sure. Mm -hmm. And again, Mm -hmm. like I I, I think the consensus is I I believe is gonna be Swift, Dobbins, Hilaire, maybe not in that order, but I think that'll be the consensus top three when it's all when the draft rolls around. Fair enough. Uh most to lose. I ended up landing on Jonathan Taylor. Okay, just... me too. We we're such Debbie Downers on Jonathan Taylor, which is funny because he's a top five running back for me. It's just, I don't know what it is. I think it's because the expectations are so high. I That's the issue is because a lot of the time in, in classic Wisconsin running back uh, fashion, it'd mm-hmm. be like questions about his long speed and how much of it is the offensive line. Just old, skip the, skip the prospect, not the helmet. Um, <clears throat> sorry, Ron Dane. Uh, and obviously Taylor, it can bruise a little bit. Like he's a big back, but there, so a lot of the time it, it would be like, he's not, he doesn't have the burst, but like he clearly does on tape. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then people would reference how fast he actually does run. Um, I think track. And so now there's like really high expectations about how fast he'll run. And I just like, to me, my, my running back sub four, five, five, and I'm fine. Like I'm, I'm not a big running back needs. obviously it's nice if, if, You've got a Chris Johnson four two eight back there. But yeah. um, and Bucky and DJ were actually talking about Move the Sticks. It's cool. They've been going through um, doing in their previews. The, the, don't listen to their preview. Listen to ours because now I'm just stealing their content <laughs> better. Um, they are going through each position. And, like, I think DJ looked at the numbers, the average numbers of the top five guys at that position or whatever. And for running back, it was four five two.
1: Mm-hmm. It really like it's not very important as long as it's not really bad.
0: Yeah, no, hundred percent. If you're running sub four six, generally you're fine.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Um, is that is that our new niche? It's like we're just going to repeat everything. DJ yeah, steal all the stuff.
0: That's the only reason I listen. I take notes and I just regurgitate <laughs> it so our listeners get our content and their content.
1: Yeah, but if you're already here, you might as well stay and not listen to them. So we're just stealing those. Yeah, lessons, so, baby. Support,
0: support uh the the podcast to... Don't make money for doing it. That's <laughs> true. Um, but yeah, I think Jonathan Taylor, it's almost because the expectations are now so high. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, but again, like I don't think any of these running backs, unless they test absolutely awful, are really gonna lose anything because they're running backs and at the end of the day they're not worth anything to me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> not even a little bit.
0: No. Uh okay, who gets on the radar this week?
1: I'm going with the the, the opposite. I'm gonna go with the flash of the forty. How about Levante Bellamy? Everyone forgets that he's supposed to run a 4-3-ish.
0: Is he actually? I didn't realize it was that.
1: I've seen, like, everywhere between, like, four two eight and 4-3. Is this, is this
0: on your Mac football message reports?
1: <laughs> yeah, okay, big time. Uh, <laughs> so, if we see that... Uh, that number put up. Everyone's going to know the name. Also, like, I saw NFL Network videos, like, hyping up Raymond Calais from ULL. Yeah, no, you know what's funny? A
0: lot of the group of five running backs are, I think, going to test really well.
1: That's true. Like, they said, like, four, three, five, and I scoffed at that compared to my Mac
0: boy, Bellamy. Uh, well, I put my boy, Darrington Evans from Appalachian State. Mm-hmm. Good pick. And, and uh, DJ is all over him, too. But, obviously, <laughs> well, the Appalachian State ties, and now I'm just regurgitating this. Um, you're welcome but no I think Darrington Evans is like in that Chris Thompson scat back role and I think he's going to test really well both in terms uh, of agility testing and the 40 yard dash mm-hmm. I think he's going to be kind of like that day three back a lot of teams want as that satellite type pass catcher who can also rip home runs um, I'm really excited to see him I've been all over him for like I don't know a year ish now yeah. yeah so I'm I'm very excited for that um, who do you think needs a big week
1: Struggled with this one a little bit, too. I, I end up landing on Eno Benjamin. Okay, we're
0: way too in sync, AJ.
1: That's funny. I just... It just, like... He feels a little forgotten at this point in I the think, process. I think
0: part of it is that... And, like, he was at the Senior Bowl, and running backs don't... Shine yeah, there. Yeah, like, it's just not... Uh, unless, like, they've gone in with low expectations and exceed those, like Joshua Kelly, for example. Mm. And Eno was there, but it was, like, kind of, like... Again, whatever. It's a running back. Yeah. And... I, I think he's still quite clearly a consensus top ten running back, but I think he was at at a time considered a top five running back. He was like
1: going back to I don't know September, October maybe.
0: Yeah, and and uh, his lack of size I think will scare some off. So if he tests poorly, honestly, I'm I mean, gonna. He it's funny you loved Devin Singletary last year, and I believe you I love you know Benjamin this year. I do um, that's my comp for him he reminds me so much of him in terms of they, they, they clearly lack size Yep. and maybe that extra gear but they, they're such tenacious runners with contact yes. balance despite that and, it, and it's really the foot quickness and the lateral speed that kind yep. of makes the difference there and I think like you know Benjamin might end up testing not all that great and maybe ends up being like the 7th or 8th running back off the board but I think he's going to be a productive NFL running back sh-
1: the com- like you said, the combination of the contact balance, the quick feet, and just the ability to make guys miss and stay on your feet. Yes. I, I, you're right. They're very similar backs, and I, I
0: love them both. So. But, yeah, I think he does need a big week to kind of return to that, maybe that top 75 type of hype.
1: I think it's going to be kind of hard for him, but I hope he, he
0: has Well, it's it. hard for any running backs. They don't matter.
1: So <laughs> you're going to transition
0: to every single category. Yes. Uh, most important, measurement, medical, or interview. I went with another medical. I got
1: a lot of medicals. Um, It's the easy one. Yeah. I went with Zach Moss. Me me too. Yeah, just a number of injuries in his career. Yeah, the Uh, lower body specifically. Yeah, the season-ending knee one in 2018. And then you add that to nearly 800 career touches. So (laughs) that combination, the NFL is clearly looking for tread on the tires.
0: And he's a guy who I absolutely love. And he's kind of that Kareem Hunt. Style of runner where maybe he doesn't have that elite athleticism, but he mm-hmm. runs also such strong contact balance, really strong vision, catches the ball well out of the backfield. Like he's that third down running back, you, or sorry, third round running back, you can kind of almost immediately plug and play as long as he's healthy. Yeah. Actually, no, I, I, I actually saw Danny Kelly. See, I'm just taking other people's opinions and putting them on this podcast still. Um, Danny Kelly compared him to Marshawn Lynch. I saw that. That was, that was interesting. Danny Kelly out there with. I always find his comparisons enjoyable. Don't read his content though; just listen to this. I love Danny Kelly. I love his comps too. So. But don't read it; it's yeah. it's bad. D- Danny Kelly does so much work for the Ringer. Big respects, so, friend of the show, Danny Kelly. I,
1: I've a long time loved Danny Kelly, so I'm fine with saying that he doesn't know who we are, but uh, he's he, my friend. He
0: doesn't run Field Gulls anymore, but they follow me on Twitter, so it feels like we know him. It's, it's true uh okay okay uh overall winner for running backs i think that's a kind of a tougher one just because all, all running backs are meaningless
1: <laughs> thanks thanks for getting that in one last time i agree this was kind of tough i uh i gave it to your uh your buck guy rob jk dobbins
0: so you know what's funny is uh, i i i think a lot of people are expecting him not to test all that well uh, yeah. Just in terms of his 40 yard dash, like I'm sure he'll run like four sub four five five, but like probably like a four five two, ish. And uh, but I think he's gonna kill in the lateral agility stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, like he's gonna kill everything else. And I think he's gonna low key have a really strong combine. And some people will fixate on that 40 yard dash, but yeah, I don't think it's gonna matter.
1: Okay, uh, I'll give I'll give a hot take to finish this. Anyways. Uh, he ran a 4.45 and a 43-inch vert at the opening in high school. Uh, he was only 200 pounds. You can't, you can't trust their 40-year dash times because they're at ridiculous. All. At all. But <laughs> you, you can trust the jumping. No, for sure. 43 inches is really impressive. He's, he's 15 pounds, 16 pounds, whatever, heavier. Born but still, I, I think there's a chance that J.K. Dobbins, and this is the most important thing, walks away this time next week as the most sparky running back. Okay, I like this take. That's my take. Um, I put my overall winner uh, as
0: DeAndre Swift. We haven't mentioned yet. And he's my RB1. I think he's obviously consensus top three guy. I think he's generally... He, it's funny, for an RB1 in a really strong class, he's not talked about all that much. It's true. Like And
1: like, he seems to be 90% of people's RB1, too. He, yeah,
0: I think he's going to show up and he's going to be body beautiful then I think he's going to test quite well in everything. Like, it might not be the killer, like, he's not going to run, like, like a 4-4 or anything. But I just think he's going to absolutely go out and just hammer everything what you need him to. And, I, again, I wouldn't take any running back in the first round. But I, I do think we come out of this with at least one running back uh, being clear the, the first round guy. And I'm going to go swift. But I do like your Dobbins take a lot. Yeah,
1: I, I agree with you though. That's going just be the first back off the board. But uh, it is funny though. Like it's he's kind of like it was up in the air this time last year. But like a lot of people still had him at RB one entering yeah. entering the season. Like
0: the the entire, like him and Etienne were kind of exactly just Dobbins and Taylor have, are seem to be polarizing his top backs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Clyde Edwards Hilaire obviously climbed up steadily.
1: Yeah, so it's like you said, it's weird that we don't talk about them that much, or as much as we should, I guess.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, wide receivers. It's probably the the best. Well, not probably it is the best group in Indy. Uh, one of the best receiver classes I think we've ever seen. Also, one of the most athletic receiver classes. Yeah. I was looking. I was looking at some 40 uh, year dash stuff today, and uh, NFL.com has it tracked back to two thousand and six. Nine wide receivers have run sub four uh, four. Or sorry. Nine wide receivers have run under fourth sub four three since 2006. Mm-hmm. Only one time has a draft class had two guys do it, and uh, I'm interested that this could be a class that has more than two. It's it's quite possible. There's a lot of fucking burners. Actually, it might have not even been just it wasn't just receivers. It was everybody. That sorry. <laughs> Yeah, that, that sounds... No, but there is a possibility of at least of, of two I, receivers. I think two, two receivers could do it, yeah, it, which no receiver class has ever had. Um, exactly. So, yeah, this is a really great group. Who do you have as the most to gain?
1: I put uh, one of the guys that might be able to hit that sub-4-3, Jalen Rager. My boy. TCU. Again, he's just going to run blazing. I think he's going to jump really well. Uh, I he's going to dominate. He, I think he comes out as like uh, as that back half of the 1st round type guy. Exactly. I think that's all on the table for him, and I think he's going to snatch that and get picked
0: 20 to 30. I think he, for me, he's my wide receiver five. I think, like, he's going to come out of this as a consensus top five receiver. Uh, I also I put him and I put Brandon Ayut because he's obviously a guy we didn't end up getting to see at the Senior Bowl, but he's going to be testing at the combine. I think he's going to dominate everything. Um, he is sparky and explosive. Uh, he's another guy who could seal himself as a first round pick in Indy. Dude, I agree with you. I ended up putting Ayuk for needs a big week. Not that I doubt it, but like you said,
1: the injury held him out of the Senior Bowl. He's ready for the combine. But just lots of his potential is tied to his big athleticism. So I think just with all that pressure, he needs to really impress. And I think he sorry. will. I have another guy there, too, when we get there, so don't worry. Okay, who's got the most to lose? I kind of just like picking on bigger receivers. i got a couple. Uh, I'll go T. Higgins first. That, that's my top one. Yeah, like his stock's kind of up and down all over the place. Well, um,
0: he, he's a guy I've never been super... Like, I've never had like thought of T. Higgins as one of the five best receivers in this class. And yeah. I've seen... Some people are so high on him. There's, like, yeah. A.J. Green comps out there. Um, and, like, consensus top 20 pick. But, like, I i have him somewhere in the 50s on my board. Mm-hmm. And I think if he doesn't test, like, adequately, it's really gonna lock him into that day two. Uh, exactly.
1: I, like, if he runs... Poorly could hurt him so big, like, like they de- exactly. I like potential slip out of the second round. I don't want to go that far, but yeah, agreed. Um, also, uh, to a lesser extent, AGG because it's just like the same thing could be said about him, and his stocks are already pretty low. That's
0: him. why I don't think he has the most to lose because it's already he's he's not a day two pick. Exactly, it just it just could keep hurting him. So he needs a big week. He doesn't have the most to lose if he's already a day three guy. Yeah,
1: but he's not going to do it, which kind of sucks for him. But yeah. But then yeah,
0: he, I'm I'm just saying, if you have the most to lose, you don't, and you're a day three guy, you don't have the most to lose. T. Higgins, some people think is a top twenty pick. And That's why put
1: him here, Rob? My God, let's move on.
0: Well, no, I just think you don't understand what most to lose means. If you don't think a guy's good, he doesn't really have that much to lose.
1: Oh my God, I picked T. Higgins. Let's move on. And then
0: you felt the need to mention HGC. Bucky and DJ wouldn't do that. Who gets on the radar? <laughs> Bucky, what?
1: Uh, I'm going with KJ Hill. I know he's very much on the radar, but I think he's just going to keep helping himself. I think it's going to be like not a super flashy week, but I think, think it should
0: be well rounded. I think a lot of like we we both really like KJ Hill. Then he came out and he was this great route runner at the Senior Bowl. I think people underestimate how fast he's going to run. I fully agree because seeing him
1: on the field in uh, in Mobile. He even kind of looked faster than I the thought. The twitchier,
0: yeah, mm-hmm. and I, I think a lot of people thought he was more in that Van. Like, I think with Van Jefferson, you, he like th- those two were obviously the two best rare runners in, uh, at the Senior Bowl, and I think you could tell the difference in athleticism between them. I love them both, but I think mm-hmm. like KJ Hill's going to run sub four or five, and I think Van Jefferson's like f- four five eight ish. Yeah, I, like I, I think that it it's vastly different. I think KJ Hill's gonna come out and run quite fast, and uh that's that's uh that's a that's a, that's a guy we've been banging the table for For a while, so I'm pretty excited about that. Another guy, a guy I banged the table for and um he had hype last year as a sophomore at Miami, Jeff Thomas. Beautiful Lots boy. gone on since. Um Off field wise since he left and returned there's been nothing though. Uh, yeah, he's a guy who I still really like his tape. I think he's really explosive. I think he's a, a nuanced route runner, and I think he's going to test really well. And he's a guy who I think's going to make himself a lot of money in mope or in Indy.
1: No, that's I. I know he's your boy. You're going to keep pounding the table, but it's a good pick.
0: Um, again, there's just so many receivers. Like with the, like wide receiver twenty five is a guy I really like. You know what I mean?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So it's the it's hard to go wrong here. Uh, who needs a big week? You already mentioned. Um, Ayuk. Ayuk, that was a good pick. I'm gonna go in the opposite style direction. Tyler Johnson. Yeah. A guy for who sure. we both really like. The NFL might be much, much lower on him than we are. Um if he comes out and does run like can't run sub four six. Yeah. It's just gonna kind of uh remind people that his lack of athleticism is worrisome despite his uh elite release and route running ability. Um, And and he's a guy who we've seen lots of concentration drops from. Um, Yeah, for sure. He'll win like crazy (laughs) 50-50 balls and then drop like the quick slant. And I think the gauntlet is one of the few things where I know it's. some people hate it because it's like forcing a receiver to technically drop the ball. But I I love the gauntlet because it's seeing how natural a guy just can go. It's also like just pure entertaining. Oh, (laughs) it's, it's by far, I think, the most entertaining drill to watch. For and sure, is it, like what else would there be? Uh, no, it's for
1: sure the most entertaining drill.
0: And, and like with the odd time, like uh, a undrafted can, uh, uh quarterback's going to like go out there and throw as hard as he
1: can at it for some reason. <laughs> so yeah. cool. I'll, I'll give you another name that it's more in the Iukmo uh, mold. Uh, Donovan Peoples Jones. Less
0: yeah, like, production oh, than really Iuk. Good. He's he's yeah. another guy who could run sub four four.
1: Exactly, but all of his potential and his potential day to round two, talk. Is all tied to his athleticism. He's supposed to run really fast. He's supposed to jump really well. But
0: uh, he needs to go and do it. Yeah, yeah. no, that, that is like the same thought as Ayuk, but even more so. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, most important uh, measurement medical interview?
1: I went with the medical again, and this is a recent one with a LaVisca Chanel. Yeah, me too. Uh, yeah, the, the inflammation of the pubic bone that just popped up. Uh, the doesn't fact that you surgery. can't
0: say pubic bone without laughing is impressive. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I kind of laughed because I didn't put the real uh, word for it because I couldn't pronounce it. So I <laughs> pubic bone. And I also forgot to put bone, so I just put inflammation
0: of the pubic. So that's and, and he's a guy who in his sophomore year when he was this Heisman candidate, he was battling injuries then too. And, and he nagging injuries all this year too. Yeah, and I'm really interested to see like kind of everything with him. I want to see how big he actually ends up coming in at. I want to yeah. see how fast he runs. Um, He's kind of maybe the most overall interesting receiver there because he is a consensus top five receiver. His name carries a lot of weight, um, Mm -hmm. both in college football and NFL draft circles. Uh, And and there's just kind of a lot going on with him. So I'm excited for that. Overall winner? Uh, Henry Ruggs. Correct. Because
1: when you run the fastest, you win at at the wide
0: receiver. I think there's a chance Henry Ruggs is the first receiver off the board after the combine.
1: Oh, I swear to God, I was gonna say I think there's a chance he goes second, but that's that's bolder and I respect it.
0: Oh, I think he meant second overall for a second.
1: No, oh, no, no, sorry, sorry, top ten like, and the second wide receiver
0: taken. Uh no, I think yeah, I, I I think um just the way we've seen that type of receiver, and he is so much more than a John Ross. Yeah. Um in terms of well-roundedness as a receiver, I think if he goes out there and he does run sub four three and he jumps how I expect him to jump and I I mean there's just more upside with that even though like I I think for for me Judy Lamb and Rugs are all top fifteen prospects uh, maybe yeah. all three are top ten uh, when it's said and done and um, I just yeah I I think the way the NFL is going Rugs could be the first guy off the board based on let me uh, yeah.
1: let me formulate this uh, this thought but. Like you said, he could the way the NFL is going, but maybe the potential of having so many fast receivers kind of hurts each other. Do you know what I'm saying? Well, I think with rugs is so much more than just like I know, I know. I'm just saying in yeah, general, like we're like say a guy like KJ Hamler goes
0: out and burns, like yeah, no, that fits what you're saying for sure. I think who yeah. I, I like KJ Hamler, I just don't see him as that first round guy that's on... That's why this receiver class is so interesting. There's so many different types, especially once you get past kind of like those consensus top three guys are mm-hmm. legitimately like I, I think anyone would have a hard time arguing that those aren't the top three guys clearly, um, yeah. but after that it's like pretty open and very like Chenal is this like playmaker that kind of isn't a true receiver and then, uh, Rager's this burner, um, and then, like you got the T Higgins. And I, yeah, comes. and Brandon Ayuk, who's again like this explosive, um, big playmaker. And there's just so many different types, and Justin Jefferson's another guy who I really love, who's like more of that route runner in the slot, big yeah. slot. Um, yeah, no, it's a it's the best receiver class I've scouted. Who's your Who's your bet to be the fourth receiver taken right now, Rager? <clears throat> no, Chanel. He's my wide receiver four, and I just uh, I, I think as long as medically he's fine, he's mm-hmm. he's. Because he, he he's not the same route runner as Debo, Debo Samuel, but he does, uh, as a playmaker, does very similar things. No, it's true. De- Debo's big rookie year might have uh, helped you know Stock. Yeah, honest. like uh, he, more than those other guys, though, I really want him to end up with the right play caller, like how Debo did. Yeah, no, for sure. Okay, let's jump to tight ends. We go from the best group at wide receivers to maybe the worst group in the class at tight end. Um, still an interesting group, though, because it's still pretty wide open. Uh, who's got the most to gain? <laughs> yeah, it's, like I said, a little bit of a wonky
1: group, so I got weird with it. Good. Uh, <laughs> most to gain, I went with Thad Moss. Okay. Just, just I think, like, a well-rounded week. I think he's going to look pretty good in all the drills, not special or anything. I think he's just going to keep helping him uh, sneak up the draft boards.
0: I, I, it's funny, I put him for most to
1: lose. Ooh. See, so I, yeah, I think, I don't a little boomer bust, though, for sure. I
0: yeah. don't think he's going to test that well, and I like him a lot. Like, he's my like, tight on five. And uh, I think he's not going to test that well, and I'm gonna be he's not going to be a day two pick or anything. Fair enough. I uh, who's your most again? I had a hard time separating these three. Um, I call them the triple H's because it's Hunter Bryant, Harrison Bryant, and Brayson Hopkins. Mm-hmm. It's funny they're all uh, HB or BH. It's true. It's, it's uh, I stole that one from DJ and Bucky too. They were talking about that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, because I think all three of them are going to run really well. Yeah. Um. The thing is, like, obviously Hunter Bryant's kind of this. They're all different. I uh, Harrison Bryant's like a jumbo slot. Hunter Bryant's mm-hmm. kind of like this Evan Ingram type of. They're all jumbo slots, but in different ways. I don't know how to explain <laughs> it. <laughs> no, you're you're right though. Yeah. Um. So I, I think it like one of those three is going to really separate themselves from uh in, in slot because for me at least Trotman and Commander are my tight end one and two. And mm-hmm. those those three and Thad Moss are kind of all clumped together. And the combine is going to be a good way for me to break that up. I uh, I flipped it on you, too. My most to lose is Hunter Bryan. Well, if he doesn't I, run well, and especially because he's probably going to come in at like
1: 6'2", Yeah, exactly. So if he comes in a little short, a little light, and doesn't run as he's hoped to run, combined with the history of his knee, of knee injuries... That's a good point. There's a lot. He's also my my my, uh, him my and, medical guy. So him,
0: there's just a lot in the air. Him and Th- like Thab Moss, if he because he he was listed he's not listed that big either, and yeah. uh, if he doesn't run well as on, on top of that, and he's only got the one year production too, like they they both have a lot to gain and lose.
1: Yeah, you know, for sure.
0: Yeah. Uh, who gets on the radar? I went with a long
1: shot here, my boy from the summer, Kobe Parkinson from Stanford. <laughs> that's, not, that's not a long
0: shot. Like, I think he's he's like consensus tight end eight. Okay, I, again, that's, I just... <laughs> I like Kobe Parkinson. That, that's interesting. You, I think he should be a low-key uh, good week in Indy. Like, I want to see he how he runs. Uh, I put Steven Sullivan because I think uh, yeah. he's kind of... Especially seeing a guy like Darren Waller, a converted wide receiver, have so much success with the Raiders this year. Someone's going to see Steven Sullivan out there at 6'6", 250, rock solid. He's going to run like sub 4'6". Yeah. And someone's going to sell themselves on that on day three for sure. I, and I why wouldn't, wouldn't you? Steven-
1: I almost put Steven Sullivan for most of Gain.
0: Yeah, no, like he's a very interesting guy to pay attention to this week, I think. Absolutely. Especially in a weaker classic. If he's there on day three, like the upside of it taking him over like a Sean McEwen, no offense. <laughs> like it's just <laughs> vast. Uh who needs a big week? Uh, Jared, Jared Pinkney. Pinkney. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I knew it. Pretty uh, obvious. Yeah. No. <laughs> his uh his talk's all over the place too. It is. If he doesn't run well, he's gonna really doom himself because I think those Bryant's and Hopkins all run well. So,
1: yeah, no, he's kind of just in a bad situation.
0: You already, you already said Hunter Bryant for most important measurement, medical or interview. Uh, I'm put I put C J O Grady from Arkansas because he ended up mm. leaving the program, and I think he's a very talented tight end, and in this class could be a top ten tight end, mm-hmm. <laughs> but obviously he's got that behind him. He's a, he's
1: also on the on the shorter side too, so that's that's another aspect of him. And you hate short tight ends? I do. it's my my uh, overall winner is a big boy Adam Troutman, baby. Mine <laughs> too. I think
0: I think coming off that Senior Bowl, he's just yeah. going to come in. He's going to like he, we already know how great he looks in terms of size, and especially in a class where we've got questions about Hunter Bryant's size. Harrison Bryant's not all that big either. Uh, Hopkins is a little thin. Moss is small. Trotman and Komet are both going to stand out for their size. I think Trotman, better hands. Uh, I think he's going to test better than Komet too. So.
1: Yeah, I think Trotman's going to run sneaky good.
0: I think he, he's going to come out as the tight end. Like most people's tight end one. And I don't think any of them go in the first round because it's not that type of class. But he's going to be the, the like kind of plug-and-play starting tight end. I agree. I feel the same way right now. Okay, offensive tackles. Um, most gain. I put Ben Barch. I, I just want
1: him to continue to show he belongs with the high end talent. I think he's gonna look pretty good there. I just, just keep rising for him.
0: Uh, no, that's that's good. I, uh, I thought I put him somewhere I didn't. Uh, most of the game for me is I put Ezra Cleveland because I think he's gonna test really well. If um, I think if there's always that tackle who tests really well and gets drafted way higher than they should, and I think it could be him. I put him for needs a big week.
1: Like you said, he's a really good athlete. He's a good mover. I just he, – he needs to measure well and test well. I think he will, but he can help him bump his stock back up big time. I agree. Uh, most to lose? Put Andrew Thomas. It's just with his stock slipping a bit. I don't the, understand
0: he, that. Why is his stock slipping?
1: I don't know either, but he – I, I I don't agree with it. I'm just saying he needs to go in and kind of prove himself for some I, reason. I, I,
0: I, I, I think – yeah. No, You. in terms of how he's been talked about lately, that's fair. I – uh, I' just kind of surprised like i don 't think he gets past uh like he 's not getting to the top fifteen
1: i I feel the same way, but it 's weird right now
0: what well, 's funny, I put this down before we knew that Prince Tiguaoga was uh not gonna participate, yeah. and uh I think that 's big that he 's not and he 's already losing a lot because of because he missed it's, the senior bowl obviously now he 's missing the combine with the knee yeah um and he 's kind of a guy who the stocks all over the spot and place on him is he tight end, or offensive tackle six is he offensive tackle 12 like mm-hmm. because of the 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 this class it's after those um those top five guys it's kind of very wide open he was very much in the conversation to meet that six guy and he was already heard himself there
1: yeah sure
0: uh who gets on the radar uh i want sadiq charles my boy I
1: yes i think he's just gonna like blow it up yeah, like if he looks cleanish even in the drills, uh, like you know he's going to test well. Yeah, he's
0: he's going to be sparky as hell. That's my prediction. He, he
1: is. He's going to be. Uh, he's going to be a big, big buzz with his name he, after, he, uh, after the
0: week. He's big in an interview too, though, because of suspensions.
1: Yes, exactly. That's a good point.
0: Um, needs a big week. I put both Austin Jackson and Matt Pert.
1: Yeah, those I, are good picks.
0: I think Matt Pert's going to have that big week and shoot up the board. I don't. I. I I do not understand the Austin Jackson first-round thing at all. Um, Me I, like, I don't even think he's a top 50 pick, uh, so I think this is not going to be his week.
1: Hey, I, I feel the same way. I think he's like late second guy, like early third maybe. I, I'm not that high on Austin Jackson. Yeah, either, especially
0: but in this class.
1: I hope a big week for Matt Perth, though. I, I, yeah, I, I feel really the same like Matt, way.
0: Matt Uh Most important measurement medical or interview?
1: I'm with a couple medical guys. Uh, first, I'll go with Trey Adams because yeah, he had he's, the ACL.
0: He's the most important. He's got so yeah. much injury history. Um, <laughs> it was
1: ACL in 17, the back injuries in 18. He missed like a combined of 16 games between the two seasons. Had a clean 2019 pretty much, but uh, he needs to keep showing up.
0: Yeah, because I think he, without that, is could, boy, uh, for me a top 100 guy. Medical is yeah. going to be everything for that. And he is by far the scariest medical
1: yeah, and just a little more recent one, Lucas Niang from TCU. Just uh, His season ended in September with a torn hip labrum, so just another thing to watch, too.
0: Yeah, and he's another guy who's very much in that offensive tackle 6 category.
1: Yeah, kind of another guy. Just People are all over on him.
0: Yeah, overall winner? I'm with Mekhi Becton. Uh, just, see, I couldn't, I, good for you because I couldn't decide between Wills, Wirfs, and Becton because I think all three are going to come in. Becton's yeah. going to stand out the most. He's the most physically imposing. Exactly. I think Worf's is going to be the, like, it's going to have a lot to do with arm length. So if that, if he checks that box, then he's mm-hmm. just, I think he's the the best overall athlete of the three. And then Wills, I think, is going to be just, he is such a clean offensive tackle prospect. So I just put them all because I'm a cheater.
1: No, that's, <laughs> I agree with all three. Just with backing, he's going to look so huge. He's massive and he, he moves well for his size too. So it's just, that always just stands out. Okay, interior offensive line, uh, most again.
0: I put Nick Harris. Interesting, I, I you know, what? I like that pick because I think he's going to test really well, and he needs to, which also puts him as the most to lose because if he doesn't test well, obviously, but he's coming off that poor Senior Bowl, uh, so if he comes in and he is moving unbelievably, which this is this is such a better setting for him to show what he can do. That's um, a good point because of the athleticism and one-on-one pass rush was never going to be his thing. So Senior so, uh, Bowl was tougher.
1: Yeah, I like I put him for most of lose, actually. But I like hearing you say most of the gain, I kinda wanna flip, <laughs> but it's for the same reasons. And I, I put him like as one of the guys for measurements, because like he came out at what, two ninety three. You you have to hope he added a couple pounds since Senior Bowl, right? It's kind of unfair, but you you just want to see it, right?
0: Yeah, see that he can do it.
1: Yeah. Uh for most of gain, I I uh I stuck at center. I went with see Caesar Ruiz. I think if he just contests well, and I think he probably will. Uh, look good uh, at drills at the drills I, again.
0: I think he will. Him and Lloyd Cushenberry uh, are going to come out of this week. Is the center one and two? I agree. That's my and idea. so that they're my yeah. uh, spoiler. They're my overall winners of the interior line. I, I put Cushenberry from overall winner. So
1: it's but it's between the
0: both yeah. two of them really. <laughs> Um, my my most lose Tyler, Tyler Biadish because if he tested poorly, as some people believe, I think that really could hurt him. Like, I still think he is a day two prospect, but I know that that's not a consensus whatsoever. And lack of size, uh, power, and athleticism that, that could kill. No, I, I put him for big week because he
1: needs it so bad. He like, does, like, his stock is so down, so I almost didn't want to put him for lose, but like. You're right. Just he needs to bounce back and fix his I stuff. I almost wish like, I, I almost wish I
0: put him for Needs a Big Week instead.
1: It's okay. It's not a big deal, Rob. There's no there's no borders here. I hate myself.
0: Uh okay. Who gets on the radar? I put Logan oh. Stenberg.
1: My boy. I just senior boy. He
0: he had a low yeah. key good senior bowl.
1: He had a, I thought he had a really nice senior bowl. I, don't I think just he's I didn't just test that well though. Eh, I don't care. I just want to see him keep doing
0: better. Okay, I <laughs> put play. I put Daryl Williams because I think he is sneaky getting in a chest quite well. I think he moves yeah. really well. He can play any interior line spot. He was the best um what or, or best or second best prospect at the East West Shrine game. Yeah. Um so I think yeah, I still can't believe it was in that senior bowl, but a good center class. Mm-hmm. So uh needs a big week. I put Calvin Throckmorton. That's a good one. It's just like it it just feels so forgotten at this point. Yeah. uh, And then most important measurement, medical, or interview. I put Natane Muti from Fresno State. That's a good pick. He could be the first guard taken, but it's going to be all about medical. Yeah, for sure. Who did you put?
1: Oh, I said Nick Harris. I just want to see him put some weight on, but Muti's a good pick too.
0: Uh, Okay, before we keep going, AJ, spend all the money you make at mybookie.ag doubling yes, your money using the promo okay. code chair and uh, especially with the college basketball tournaments coming up
1: uh, you you got me so all of my
0: savings is going in to my bookie uh, good let's go to interior defensive line now who's got the most gain
1: I, I feel like it's just such a good class it was kind of hard separating us for me I I put most of the game Neville Gallimore just because I think he's going to go fucking blow this shit up and cement himself in round one because still some people that say he's not just still weird to me i think he's gonna
0: really i think he is i i i i think i put him for needs a big week because if he doesn't live up to some of these numbers it's a good point he's not nearly as refined as the top two guys which i mean that's hard to do but i think more than ever that interior defensive line third spots open especially with some of the other guys being so athletic in this group
1: uh, that's a good point. So I just – I actually – I had most again and needs a big week. Kind of like I could flip them between uh, Ross Blacklock and Evel Gallimore.
0: Yeah, I put, I put Blacklock, Matabuke, and Jordan Elliott as most of the because I think all three are going to test really well. And mm-hmm. those those guys have been solely building into being top 60, top 50 prospects. Uh, I'm a Blacklock guy personally, but um, – Elliott's really sneaking up the board for some people.
1: I, yeah, I've seen that, which is interesting. Um, most to lose, I put Raekwon Davis. Me too, rough, it's,
0: it's just like, if he goes out and doesn't do anything, yeah. it, he,
1: it's over for him.
0: Yeah, like obviously he's going to size-wise look good, but... Um... I think especially with, like, the, the guys we just named being so athletic and Derek Brown and Kinlaw being the consensus one-two, like, how far can Raekwon Davis fall? Uh, who gets on the radar? I put Robert Windsor, just because you know I oh, like okay. him. I think he's, he's going to look good. Mm-hmm. Just nice, like, like not super flashy, just a solid week. My Robert Windsor is Mc, McTelvin Adjun from Arkansas. Yeah, I, I actually like him, too. Uh, the more I watch of him, the more, like, he is clearly, you can see why he was such a high recruiter at high school. He's so athletic. Yes. Uh, it's just consistency with him and I think he's going to test really well. He's the type of guy I'm taking on, <laughs> uh, I'm betting on on day 3.
1: That's fair. I yeah, I, I agree. I think he's going to test really well.
0: Uh this for me this was at least a hard group to pick a most important measurement medical or interview. Me too. Who would you land on? I went with Laurel Murchison um because of size and if he ends up being on the smaller side and then not testing as well as some of these other guys, I think it's going to really hurt him. No, I th- I, th- I think I agree. I'd like there's it was a hard group, There's no like, clear guy. No. Like no. like I'm not like I think we, we already know what Merchinson is somewhat from the senior bowl. Like he's gonna be like six one, two ninety, and like I'm not the type of guy who gets upset about that with my interior like when my three tech's yeah. a, it's a three tech uh gap shooter. So like again, yeah, no. I'm not actually there's just no one who really fits it. No, I agree. I you know what?
1: I'm gonna change my pick and pick yours.
0: Thanks. <laughs> o- overall winner? I
1: struggled, but I, I still don't Javon Kinlaw.
0: Yeah, me too. I, I-, I-, it- I just like, he's he won the Senior Bowl on the field and weigh-in, and I think yeah. he's just going to do it again in this group. Derek Brown's going to be interesting seeing um, like, I think for his size, he's going to test really well, uh, and his arm length is going to be fun to see, but uh, Kinlaw's hard to beat in terms of just pure height, weight, speed monster. I agree. Uh, okay, edge rushers. We broke it up because, D we're smart. Yeah, we're smart. Uh, most gain. I put Josh Uchi. Oh, okay. after that
1: strong senior bowl, I, I think he's going to look good uh, in all these drills. I, I think he's got sneaky. I mean, he already is rising, but I think he's got sneaky like top fifty potential.
0: I'll say it. I like it. I like it. He is sneaky rising. I think um, it felt like before the senior bowl, he wasn't like a top one hundred guy, and then after it, it feels like he is. Um, yeah. Mine's funny because apparently Zach Bond has said he wants to be an off-ball linebacker in the NFL, so I put I I have him under the edge rushers for most again, but I got the info afterwards, um. <laughs> <It's okay. laughs> so here we are, but either way, most again I put him because the the stock's all over the place. I it is. I, I the it's weird because. The, the people who are mocking him, like sixteenth to the Falcons, for example, are mocking him as an edge rusher, and he is set at the senior bowl and on multiple occasions he's an off ball linebacker, which is which you think it would be the other way because edge rushers get paid more. But here we are, and um, but I do think Bond could test really well and really walk mm-hmm. into being a second round guy.
1: No, that's a good pick. Like seeing where he ends up playing, I guess it's gonna be realistically to be a combination of the two.
0: Yes, uh, most to lose. I put A.G. Eponisa. I put him and Yutour Grossmatos Because if... Grossmatos is, to me, so much about upside, height, weight, speed. And if he doesn't hit those numbers, it's kind of scary. And then with Eponisa, it's... You know, technique-wise, he is so perfect. But if he doesn't have enough athleticism, can you really justify taking him top
1: 15? I 100% agree. That's why, like, my, my needs a big week was Yutour Grossmatos. Matos. So, like... They're... Like, yeah. I, I 100% agree. Like, they both... Like... I think Ebenezer needs it less, but if it if it looks really bad, it's gonna hurt. And he's already yes. slipping a little bit. Where Grossmanhouse, this whole game is tied to how he's gonna test.
0: Right? Matos strikes me as the Montez Sweat, which I think was Danny Kelly's comp from. Just because he's this heightweight speed guy, but like he lacks bend, and despite all that athleticism, his upside doesn't seem great because of the lack of bend and nuance to his game.
1: Mm-hmm. No, for sure.
0: Uh, who gets on the radar? I went with your boy, uh, Darrell Taylor. I think he's just going to look good. Sorry's on my radar already, so I couldn't I pick him. That's I a good pick. Now, no. uh, I, I put two different guys. Tipa Galea from Utah State and Travon mm-hmm. Hill from Miami. Because I think they both are going to test really well. Uh, Galea can't test, right? Oh, is he not? Or, is, or am I wrong?
1: I can't remember. Maybe I'm just making shit up. Wait, why can't he? You
0: keep talking. I'll, I'll do my research. Okay, well, Trevon Hill, he... At the senior bowl, we talked about how he flashed because he's dominating the lower level competition, but he struggled against the big guys. And obviously, he's the Vitek transfer, and I think he's got a lot of athletic upside with his explos- explosiveness and bend. And we've, we've got the new drill this year, AJ. The uh, yeah, it's called the figure eight, and I think he's one of the guys who could really flash there, um, showing the the change of direction and bend. And uh, I'm excited to see that.
1: Yeah, Galea, is uh, he can't test because of uh, an assault from like 2017. But then why is he invited? I don't know. It's i it, am it, reading it now. It's apparently oh, okay,
0: because I that's why he got kicked off of TCU. I just Yes. I didn't realize that. Uh I, So
1: I think like, I think what they did is he can't do on field or media stuff, but he can interview, which I kinda
0: respect. It's just strange. Yeah.
1: And also, yeah, Trafon Hill, like I, I agree. He's he's sneaky, could could do could help himself a lot.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh okay. Uh Sorry, I had to open
1: something. Needs a big week. I said, mind my, my, you, two girls, my toes. It's just like I said. It's this whole thing is just tied to his athleticism. You, you said you're comp to Danny Kelly's comp. is. One, is, one, is one, so. Uh,
0: I put Alton Robinson. <laughs>
1: he's just kind of like in, he, in like gone for me. I don't know, but you're right. Yeah,
0: but if he comes in and tests like yeah, like Bab, which I don't think he's a great athlete. Yeah, like in, in the late day three. No, I also put Nick Coe because yeah, I mean for sure what happened to those people who said he's a first round pick that's what's up those are uh, good choices <laughs> most important measurement medical or interview uh, medical again I want with Terrell Lewis yeah definitely he's a guy who could sink into the back end of the first round with how I think he'll test and how he looks at the senior bowl but yeah long medical history big time uh, overall winner did you pick one or two because it's hard I picked Chase Young
1: I kept it simple
0: Okay, I think I put him, but I also put Clavon Chasson, because... a good choice, yeah. Like, Chasson's a guy who I think could end up with top 10 hype the way I expected him to test. Yeah. I'm really interested to see what he weighs in at. That's a good I've seen him listed. I've seen him listed everywhere from 230 to 250. That 250 would look really, really good Like, it, it, Like, if he comes in, he comes in at 6'4", 250, and then tests how we expect him to test, like... Like, that's top 15. Mm-hmm. Uh, linebacker talk. Not a great group, yeah. Um, which I, I don't know. That kind of makes it more intriguing to watch them really break up some ties after I, after Isaiah Simmons, Kenneth Marine, Patrick Queen. It's quite open. Uh, who's got the most to gain?
1: I went with Patrick Queen just because I think he's going to look so good. I think he's. If I had to bet right now, I think he ends up a first round pick, but I don't. I don't feel too confident about that. But I after, think he yeah, you think so?
0: Yeah, I think so. Especially how I expect him to test. Exactly, he's gonna he's gonna kill this whole thing. So, I think. Well, I, I like Isaiah Simmons, Kenneth Murray, and him are all gonna kill it. But Queen, like, I think killing it really justifies him being that third linebacker because I think Murray and Simmons are clearly the top. Two.
1: Okay, uh, hold, let me let me let me transition quick. I put most to lose Kenneth Murray. Not that I think he's gonna test poorly. I think he's gonna. Do really well, but with no, Queen, fair
0: with Queen nipping on his ass. And, and I think Queen's gonna test better than him, it, even though I think Murray's gonna test really well,
1: exactly. That's why I put those two in that combination.
0: I also put a Davis Gaither for most of the game because he could really, if he comes out six one two twenty, dominates like you expect him to with his athleticism, he could be that fourth linebacker taken, maybe. I 100% agree.
1: I put him for knees a big week just because, like. I guess not that the weight's a question, but like a little bit. I I, I think he's gonna kill it, but he, he has to to establish himself, and I th- I think he will. So
0: most the lose, I put Malik Harrison from Ohio State mainly because it's it's a lot of these really yeah. athletic linebackers. Yeah, there's none of those like two forty plus um, classic middle linebackers. And I think Malik Harrison could be the best of that group. Uh, but if if he tests poorly, that's gonna hurt that a lot. Like I, yeah, I think he he's a potential the third round plug and play middle linebacker this class. I I like
1: Molly Carston a lot. Uh, I know you do. I'm gonna say he he tests better than uh, than the doubters think.
0: I hope he comes in in like six one, six two, two forty five, and, and moves well. Yeah, for sure. Um, who gets on the radar?
1: I'm cheating. I just kind of want to talk, about him. I'm gonna put Troy Die here just because. I think he's gonna look really good.
0: I, I put him for a needs a big week because if he, he he could he's yeah. a guy who's been listed at two eighteen. If he doesn't test really well, yeah, and he's kind of been a bit forgotten about, he's certainly in that linebacker five six seven ish range. range. So yep. yeah, it's just it's very wide open after those top three guys. Very um, much so. Yeah, my gets on the Raiders is Kaliki yeah, Hudson. I uh, it's gonna be really interesting. I'm, I'm I'm buying that stock, I respect that. The more I watch, the more I'm just like this guy. No, I'm not taking him top 100 or anything, but, mm-hmm. like, this guy's just, he plays so hard. He plays, obviously, I, I, I see him more as a box safety in the NFL. Like, playing a specific role, I think you've got something here. That That's interesting, and I, I respect that, Rob. Th- thank you. Um, He also liked my tweets, so whatever. Uh, <laughs> most most important measurement, medical, or interview? I went with Marcus Bailey. My guy. I need him to come clean medicals. Be my linebacker four for good. Please, I love you, Marcus Bailey, so much.
1: I also love Marcus Bailey a lot. Like I said, if he was healthy, he's cleared linebacker four, in my opinion.
0: Overall winner, Isaiah Simmons. Yeah, Isaiah Simmons is going to fucking wreck this shit. He's going to come in at 6'4", 230. Does he run sub 445? Yes. I think so, too. I still can't believe how fast Devin Bush ran.
1: That's true. Devin White and Devin Bush put on a show last year.
0: But you knew it was coming for sure from Devin White. I don't think we knew just how fast Devin Bush was. Going to
1: run. I thought I thought Bush would be like 4-5-5 five, five, and I was going to be really happy with that. Yeah, well
0: that would have been great. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, no who does okay, how, not maybe maybe don't we shouldn't do this, but how does Patrick Queen go sub
1: 4-5? No, he goes 4-4-9. Four, four, Oh wait, you said sub that four would five. would be
0: sub four five, so he goes,
1: he goes four five flat, I think. Well no, you just
0: lied. okay. Cornerbacks. I mean, <laughs> no, most again. Wait, how about what do you think?
1: Does he go sub four five?
0: Yeah. Most okay. again, corners. I put Jeff Gladney. My guy, yes. Well I just keep saying every every time we talk about someone good, that's my guy. That's my guy. you love everyone, Rob, and I love you for that. Uh, Jeff Gladney Yeah, ahead. but I'm also the pessimist of the show, so you are <laughs> It's confusing. Jeff Gladney is my corner too. I also put him for most again. I think he's gonna blow it up. Yep. And I think he's gonna come out of here. I like I, I feel like it's right now. He's kind of like back into the first round. He's gonna come out of here as a consensus first round pick. I feel the same way right now. I'll put Cam Dancer because for the bigger corners, I think Ooh. he might test the best. Ooh, I like that. I, I, that's interesting because it's, it's
1: always a low key thing to watch for. Is is who's the best bigger corner? Right? For sure. Um most to lose. I put CJ Henderson. Um just with his whole game kinda tied to his movement. Movement ability, Build thank abilities. you. I just if he if he doesn't look good in the drills if he doesn't test too well it's uh, I it's think
0: massive. a lot of the corners outside of Okuda and Gladney have a lot to lose of uh, the top corners that is I feel the like, same way yeah. I, I put Trevon Diggs and AJ Terrell here because obviously bigger corners if Diggs doesn't run that well like he could slip the second round AJ Terrell's stocks all over the place uh, I'm not a super big AJ Terrell guy but I've seen some let's say first round like you could put Jalen Johnson here too even yeah it, for sure it's a very open corner class. Uh, for me, for me, like my top three is to Gladney, Henderson, uh, but it's quite open for me after that.
1: Like I, I, I feel the same. Like not about the last part, but the, I put Diggs for needs a big week because for real, he it's kind of he's kind of just all up in the air right now. Uh, who gets on the radar? one with our boy, I guess <laughs> Noah I from Auburn. Cause okay, I think he's gonna go in and look really good, and he could he's be a, twitchy. Yeah, he could be a big riser. I guess he already kind of is a big riser at corner, but. I think he's gonna keep helping himself. Um, I put Amik Robertson because I'm
0: ready for that hype to come. Me too. It's uh, sneaking I, it's sneaking up on us, or We can I, feel it. I, I'm very excited. I also put Javaris Davis, the yeah. other Auburn corner, because I think he's gonna test really well. And uh, he was a late senior bowl guy, and like he had a fine week, like nothing spectacular or anything. But Solid, he's a yeah. guy I've always
1: had a little uh, soft spot for. So
0: no, you you you're right, and I was late late to the party, but I like him too. Uh, who needs a big week you said uh, Diggs Siobhan Diggs I say Bryce Hall I, I put him for medicals but yeah makes sense that's why I figured. I put someone else there that's why I put Bryce Hall here respect um for, for Bryce Hall obviously the injury uh and uh, yeah, obviously he's not known for his athleticism yeah he's he's a guy who he's again the corner class really wide open after Okuda absolutely um, he, he needs it for sure um yeah, to to be like that top sixty pick or whatever. Uh, most important, measurement, in medical interview. You said Bryce Hall. I'm saying Damon Arnett. There's been a lot of talk about immaturity with him lately. Yeah. Uh, he's a guy who I think could sink in the back end of the first round, but it's going to be very much tied to how this week goes. This
1: this week is huge for the entire classic corner, pretty much. Like after Jeff it's, Okuda. Yeah. He's, no.
0: It's a great. It's a great group but it's still so wide open yeah
1: sure. like we're gonna see a lot of guys i think like they're gonna separate themselves big this week
0: yeah that's what I, i'm very excited for the combine to like help me separate these clusters uh yeah.
1: okay overall winner okuda jeff okuda yeah i kept it I, think
0: you, I mean i think if you were to say who that like the, the five mm-hmm. biggest winners of the combine are he would certainly be in there probably him isaiah simmons um Henry Ruggs, mm-hmm. guys like that. Uh, that would probably be my top three picks. I, I also put C.J. Henderson because I think he's going to move really well. It probably will, but if he doesn't, uh-oh. AJ hits C.J. Henderson? I love C.J. Henderson. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why I don't like him, but yeah. Because he doesn't tackle? Yeah,
1: I mean,
0: that. Uh, safeties. Most of the game? I put Kyle Duggar. Just feels kind of
1: wide open and hits for the take in here.
0: Yeah, I put Ashton Davis. I, I think it's those are gonna be the two guys who test the best of the safety group. Um I agree. Duggar's hype's been building. Davis missed the senior bowl, so kinda gains it back this week, I, is what I'm thinking.
1: Let let, let uh, me let me cheat here. I put my winners split between Davis and Duggar.
0: Okay, I picked Duggar. That's how, how I split it. Just Davis most again, Duggar overall winner. <laughs> Duggar I think think's gonna murder this thing and I think he could come out of here as that uh as a first round safety. Yeah, for sure. And I think... I, I think love Kyle Duggar. He's so hard not
1: to love, though. Pretty much. The only issue is he's already 24.
0: Oh, snap. I didn't know that. For real. Yeah. They didn't, I read the Athletic article about him today, and they didn't say that.
1: Maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think so. <laughs>
0: well, he's a redshirt senior, so maybe. Yeah. Um, Most to lose.
1: Grant Delpit. Just yes, correct. <laughs> yeah, like... He he's got a he,
0: like he's maybe needs one of the biggest
1: weeks out of everyone there like
0: I feel like I'm one of the few people who is, who is still left with thinking he's a top twenty guy like
1: I, I I even cheated here I also put him for needs a big week it's like a double edged sword for Grant Elfit I like him still too but he, he really needs to like he just needs to like re cement himself by testing well and then people can go, hopefully go back to the tape and make excuses for it. you know what I mean just the whole yes the whole thing.
0: And tackling, yes. The tackling. Yes.
1: Uh, who gets on the radar? What the Brandon Jones think Well, I think
0: he's pretty much very much on the radar. But I, I think he's. I, a I, f- 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 I I think he needs a big week. That's why I put him. Well, I, I I guess I don't know. I I think he's like a top 100 guy, but only if he gets that big week.
1: Okay. Let me. Uh. You want me to? How about to no, roll- no, no, no,
0: no, no. You can you can justify it. I'm just saying what I think. No, I so agree. It's You don't you don't have to you don't have to say what. I think. You could say what you think.
1: I'll but I'll say what DJ and Bucky think, so I would, if I,
0: I would Justify if, yourself. You don't have to agree with me every time.
1: I just don't I think he's slightly forgotten about right now. And I think no, I think
0: you're right. And the missing the senior bowl.
1: Yeah, exactly. If I had to throw two other names, I would Antoine Brooks shooter as a low key one and Terrell Burgess as a little more high key. What's that the Senior Bowl? But I like both of those
0: kinda. Um I put Geno Stone you boy You kind of You low-key like him, eh? Yeah, he's just Iowa safeties <laughs> Bob Sanders um, No, I think he's going to move Better than expected Kind of like a money hooker Yeah I think when you watch the tape Like, he's got range And he's a physical tackler So He's a guy to watch Fair enough uh, Who needs a big week? You said Grant Elput. I said Brandon Jones And I put Terrell Burgess Because I think it's a good week For him to kind of separate As one of the better nickels In the class
1: That's fair Who'd you put for a Measurements medical interview?
0: Antoine Field Jr. I feel the same way, yeah. Because I think he could be, um, as high as the third safety off the board, but mm-hmm. it's medicals are big for him. And like I said, overall winner for me is Duggar, and you said Davis and Duggar.
1: Right? I split. I because I was gonna put them both for both. I'm like, I gotta, I gotta not do that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm excited. The like, the more we target, the more I'm excited to kind of separate clusters with these, uh, these, these position groups. So. Here's something for a great uh, 2020 NFL scouting combine. Uh, we love Indianapolis, and uh, hopefully Mayock makes a visit to the booth and hangs out with uh, Rich and DJ. He will. Uh, so thanks for listening. Follow AJ at AJMarcus13. Follow me at NFL. Um Check back next week when we do another episode about something. <laughs> Probably about the NFL Combine. Maybe. Goodbye. Love you. Bye. Mean it.